0: The Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. You'll find over 180,000 titles to choose from and to listen to through your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Support the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash inbound.
1: This is the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast with registered dietitian and functional nutritionist, Heidi Hoffman.
0: The services I received at Vibrant Living Wellness Center have been nothing short of excellent. Heidi is amazing.
2: Vibrant
3: Living Wellness Center helped me drop 23 pounds, and I'm most excited over the fact that I've been able to keep it off.
2: Heidi has helped me tremendously with my allergies, and I love her Reiki treatments.
1: I just love this show. It's full of great tips and tricks to keep me and my family healthy.
0: Welcome to the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast. I'm Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network, joined as always by Heidi Hoffman, the owner of Vibrant Living Wellness Center in Southern California. Heidi, great to see you again. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been here in the studio.
3: Oh, it has. And it's wonderful to be here, Tim.
0: And also joining us today is one of the newest members of the Vibrant Living Wellness Center family. We are welcoming certified clinical nutritionist Jeannie Gorman to talk about barriers to weight loss. Jeannie, so nice to have you. Thank you. Jeannie, how long have you been with Vibrant Living Wellness Center?
2: Oh, gosh, a very short time, actually. Mm -hmm. Fresh (laughs) off the boat from Chicago.
0: (laughs) So before we get into tackling weight loss barriers, Jeannie, tell us what led you to becoming a certified clinical nutritionist.
2: Uh, Well, I I, uh, began my journey in the fitness world and then realized that just working out wasn't enough. That's not enough to uh, maintain a healthy body. So my interest uh, turned towards food. And so I went back to school, I got my master's in uh, human nutrition, functional medicine, mm-hmm. which is what Heidi practices, and then went on to get uh, board certified as a clinical nutritionist.
0: So has being healthy been something that you've been into your entire life? You mentioned you were in the fitness world before, so, but you've always sought that lifestyle of being healthy. Yes,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Healthy food, um, healthy lifestyle, healthy, healthy exercise, um, mm-hmm. and staying away from things that I know uh, I shouldn't be. A handling of my body.
0: <laughs> Which is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a barrier to weight loss, that's for sure. It, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So with Vibrant Living Wellness Center, uh, let us know some of the uh, the duties that you have. W- what type of clients are you looking for?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, I would say anyone who has struggled with um, kind of a mystery, mystery condition, I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who may have been disappointed or left out of modern medicine's approach to handling their condition, frustrated by it, uh, forced into situations that uh, they aren't comfortable with in terms of the pharmaceutical side of that, or just not getting the right answers. So I'm um, looking towards alternative health and natural remedies to handle things that they're concerned with. They don't feel well, but their, feel right. their blood is is well in, in the terms of the medical doctor, but uh, we look at blood work very differently in, on the functional medicine side. We have mm-hmm. uh, very different approaches to what's happening with these numbers Uh, and it's not just a oh you're okay it's it is how things are interrelated uh, in your blood work
0: Mm -hmm. and so do you do blood work i do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah interpret blood work Uh, we can order blood work for patients Mm -hmm. or we can use what is ordered through their md and using their insurance Um, a lot of times it is incomplete unfortunately um, but uh, we'll work with whatever we can to get some some answers
0: All right, so today, there are a myriad of modalities that you probably use to find the root of the problem for your clients coming into Vibrant Living Wellness Center, but today we're going to tackle that whole weight loss thing, the barriers to weight loss. Mm -hmm. So I liked how you phrased that, the barrier to weight loss. What do you mean by barrier?
2: Well, um, a lot of people feel that uh, their weight starts to creep up and uh, they're not eating any differently things really haven't changed. Maybe a little bit of exercise has changed, but what they're not understanding is that uh, their body chemistry is changing. If it's age, it's more of an accumulation, decades of... Um, possibly an overworked thyroid or um, you know, sex hormones that have been out of whack and they continue to be out of whack because of other things going on in that lifestyle. So you can call it age or you can call it repetition over the decades.
0: I love that. I don't know that I've ever heard it put that way, accumulation. I uh, love it too. Isn't that great? Yeah. And, and so is that where a, a cleanse might might come in handy as a, as a tool? Because I know that I've been through a few cleanses with Heidi and I love them.
3: He's in love with the cleanses. I
0: really am in love with the cleanses.
2: It's it is an amazing kickstart for people.
0: Kickstart, um, it's what it is. Yeah, yes,
2: it really is, um, and it really trains you to to know where you've gone off track, because it really does bring you back on track. It forces you to look at what you're eating and stay away from things that are clearly um, causing problems.
0: You know, it. And to me, it's more than than the supplements that come with the cleanse, um, which is cleaning you out. But but it's you have to be regimented, and that regiment kind of helps reset some habits
2: absolutely uh
0: and and so i think every time the seasons change i'll be communicating with you two and <laughs> and signing up for another cleanse again but that accumulates circling back to that accumulation we always talk about age well, as you get age and metabolism changes but never heard it put that way that there's just it's just more time yeah. to accumulate all the junk
2: yeah the toxins and uh, just the bad habits and the sugars that creep in and the high carbohydrates and the hormones and, and um, so many things. The mineral depletions that I'm finding with people. Um, you know, the the farmers out in the field, um, they realize that mineral, minerals are huge for their animals. So mm. the more minerals the farmer gives their their animals, the lighter the animal is. Does that make sense?
0: The lighter the end, because because the body's less. working better; it's functioning better.
2: It's it's given what it's needed, mm. it, and the animal doesn't have to look for more food. Right. So uh. translate that into a human, In a human, if you have your minerals repleted, mm. which we can do through uh, the nutrition response testing mm-hmm. that Heidi and I both do. Love that. Um, we replete the minerals, and the body functions better. It has what it needs to use the food that it is having. It's not looking for more food. So the lower the minerals, the more food you're looking for and the more calories you're, you're gaining.
0: Yeah, so your body's craving it, needing it, and you're just going – to the wrong places to satisfy Bingo. that craving. Absolutely. And that's where the minerals come in. Mm-hmm. All right, so you do nutrition response testing. Mm-hmm. Going back again to, you know, we're still talking about barriers to weight loss. What about some weight loss trends? Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that I'm I'm hearing a lot about, and have tried actually, is intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. I've been very successful with it when I'm disciplined enough. Mm-hmm. I seem to feel la- lighter, I feel better, and I do lose weight. Mm-hmm. If Can you... Give our audience an idea. What what does that mean, and what is happening inside the body during intermittent fasting mm-hmm. when you fast?
2: Yeah, um, intermittent fasting um, has been around a while. Um, mm-hmm. They've done a lot of studies on it. Um, Harvard. I just read a few studies from Harvard, um, and it does prove that uh, the intermittent fasting allows your body to have periods of feeding and fasting. So it's a it's a controlled kind of a schedule where your body is. Um, there are multiple types of intermittent fasting styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, one style is you eat for um, an eight-hour window. You eat between those eight hours, and then the other 16 hours, you are fasting. Yeah, Water.
0: 16-8 protocol is mm-hmm. what they call it, right? Yep.
2: yep, So that would be kind of every day. Um, another style would be fasting for uh, with only about 25% of your normal calories for two days. Mm-hmm. And five days regular calories.
0: That seems pretty doable.
2: Very. That's a weekend.
0: So there's some things going on with our blood sugar. Yeah. Right. W- yeah. When we fast.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So your your blood sugar spikes every time you eat anything that's not a fat, frankly. So proteins and carbohydrates. So a lot of people are eating three and five and sometimes nine times a day Mm. in my with my patients so every time they're eating they're spiking their insulin the 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 problem with that is that that insulin is a hormone that affects that's so your blood sugar the glucose goes up and so does the the hormone insulin goes up and the insulin tells your body to either hold on to fat Mm. make muscle if you're a bodybuilder the bodybuilders use that to their advantage or you're making a baby so um, most of us are using it to, to make fat and hold on to fat, <laughs> right. unfortunately.
0: Right. And so so this is a, a safe thing to do. It is.
2: It, Intermittent fasting is safe, but I don't start people out this way. I mm-hmm. start them uh, into more tr- kind of trending into a paleo style because a lot of people mm-hmm. are coming from high-carbohydrate diets, mm-hmm. and they can't go very long without eating anything. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So. I I move them first into the paleo style, which is lower carbohydrate. And then from there, then they graduate into the intermittent fasting.
0: How about the ketogenic diet? Mm -hmm. Is that akin to a paleo diet?
2: It is akin. It is definitely um, a a higher fat than a traditional paleo. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, probably moderate to low protein, whereas a paleo is probably moderate to high or whatever you want. There's no there's no hard and firm number mm-hmm. for the paleo, but the ketogenic is, is very low carbohydrate and, and lower protein and high fat.
0: And then when you say keto to some people, they get a little, I don't know, worried about that because you're going into ketosis mm. uh, and some people fear that. And mm-hmm. I guess there's a reason to fear that on an extreme level.
2: Well, there, there are two types of ketosis uh, that you can fall into. One is more of a, di- a, a diabetic, uh, which is a whole other brand of that. Um, if you're, We don't want diabetics to be doing um, some of this intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. some of this ketogenic. So, um, so it has to be guided uh, based on the person. Right. But, um, but the ketosis is really your body using your own body fat uh, as opposed to the carbohydrates coming from um, your food. So it's kind of the goal here,
0: right? to lose so, body fat. Isn't that it? So, so a keto diet is actually, could be very beneficial for you. And really, I've, I've experimented, and it's not that hard
3: mm-hmm. at no. all, I think. Oh, yeah. Same here. I do have a question, though. So, and I get this question a lot, so I'm wondering how you would answer it. What is the difference between intermittent fasting and famine? Because you know how if we're starving ourselves, if someone says, I'm just not going to eat, I'm going to starve myself. The metabolism does the opposite eventually and it slows down. Mm-hmm. So, tell us how intermittent fasting actually helps rev up the metabolism to burn fat. Mm-hmm. Well, there is not a complete fast for the most part for two days
2: is not as a concern for the famine side of that. So yes, if you're starving yourself, your body does rev down its metabolism. So, but it's, it's designed and it's been proven that it is a very short-term fast, and then you move into regular eating. And hopefully that eating is very healthy, and it's not kind of swinging you on the complete other end of the spectrum in terms of way high carbohydrates and way high fat. So um, it's short-term and then you move into regular eating and then back to back to the intermittent fasting.
0: When I'm preparing my meals, Heidi's still there in the back of my mind saying, "Okay, now set up your protein to take up this much of your plate and your carbohydrates to take up this much and your vegetables to take up this much." With with ketogenic diet, would you be uh, eliminating some of the maybe the fruits? Uh, and some of the grains
2: definitely Um ketogenic diet was designed for patients with tremors and um, epilepsy epilepsy mm. correct so that really strict keto is about 20 grams of carbs
0: yeah that's that's, yeah, that's so easy to get to <laughs> that's
2: that's very low
3: give vegetable. us an example
0: of what what might be 20 grams like one little tiny thing of rice
3: boy um one of your non keto nutrition bars mm-hmm. is going to have twenty to thirty grams. So if you're for a, the day for That's the day. It. So if you're a bar eater, and you like say RX Bar, some of those mm-hmm. other ones that are popular mm-hmm. that are healthy, um, you're going to hit mm-hmm. your carbs and yeah. and some in one bar. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, so it's it's a little challenging to attain.
3: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it's you know it's it's
2: yeah in my mind it's not a long term strategy keto.
0: Right. It, it is it's like if you need to lose some weight. Yeah. quickly for a reunion yeah. or a wedding or something, or perhaps just yeah.
2: metabolism boost. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are some cellular advantages to to going into ketosis for your body, but there's very low fiber, there's very low protein. it's it's just a lot of fat and that kind of plays with our gut microbiome as well so
0: So
3: what would you recommend for someone who is weight loss resistant so they've tried to lose weight and as you you've mentioned that accumulation has happened Mm -hmm. they've cleaned up their diet and regardless of cleaning up their diet that weight is just sticking Mm -hmm. yeah i see it a lot. You know, I first would look look at
2: actually what they are eating. Tell me the times and and exactly what you're eating, um, your your carbs, your protein. I would need a, a real good idea of what they're eating. Um... And then I would also use nu- uh, nutrition response testing to check all of the organs, the hormones from the coming from the thyroid, the sex hormones, the adrenals. They all produce really um, uh, important hormones, um, one of them being cortisol. We've heard mm-hmm. cortisol and how important that is and how, how it's important to keep it low, but it can be up for a lot of reasons. You could have an infection that you don't even know about. You could, um, you could be being exposed to stressors at work and stressors in the, in the, in the home, um, environmental stressors. So toxins in your water and, and what you're putting on your skin. Um, of course, the chemicals that you're taking in from foods, uh, pesticides, um, and food sensitivities, which are creating inflammation that your body has to rev up and that cortisol is your rev up. Mm-hmm. To handle these infections and these inflammatory conditions. So um, so the hormones I would look at, the mineral depletions also are huge, as I mentioned um, earlier. Um, and again, the frequency of how pe- how much people are eating, how often. Sometimes people don't even realize that they're eating so many times during the day. And every time you eat, that, that insulin goes up.
0: There are so many things to keep track of for someone to try to manage this on their own. That's why you're here. So, I mean, people need to have coaches in their life.
2: Yes.
3: Uh,
0: in, in many different areas, especially when it comes to their nutrition.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so when I get new clients, a lot of times they're struggling with these things and they'll say, you know, I looked it up on the internet, what I should do for my body, and I put myself on all these supplements and nothing has budged. And so what we offer is that expertise that we both come, fr- come from and come with to be able to assess the body and really pinpoint what's happening, to be able to resolve that weight.
0: And you have a team of people at Vibrant Living Wellness Center, I would assume that you kind of bounce off um, ideas and or maybe share some case studies with some of your patients and your clients to, to, to collectively bring your knowledge in together to help people get on the right track.
3: Absolutely. So we have a holistic nutrition coach who can actually guide people through making those dietary changes that Jeannie and I recommend so that they can get the support and the help that they need to sort of get to that end goal. Mm-hmm. And we also have a weight loss program about to start this month to, to help people you know, lose weight. And then we also have acupuncture, which helps. Right. And that's going
0: to be our next episode. It' going to be our next that's episode, right.
3: yeah. Delving into how acupuncture can really help resolve issues and balance the body.
0: So as a team, and, and you can come up with, with various eating plans and patterns because it's not a one-size-fits-all for everybody. You, you do the nutritional response testing and there there's a customized test as well to, to help direct people into what they need to do. So give us an example of, of maybe an eating pattern that hasn't worked for somebody that you've been able to shift and they've been able to see some results. Okay.
2: I'll have actually give you an eating pattern and an exercise pattern. Perfect. Uh, the eating pattern was um, a gentleman, um, early fifties, I'd say claimed that he didn't, uh, he didn't eat all day. He didn't, he didn't eat all day until he got home at night and he didn't understand why he was what, was not losing weight and was actually gaining weight. So we re-looked at that. Not only is that um, the worst time to have your biggest meal right. before yeah. you go to, go to bed, bed. Yeah. you don't need that much energy to go to bed, but he actually was snacking on candies and, you know, little things in the office all day. He didn't consider that a meal. So we, we wiped that clean. We actually gave him two meals. He preferred two meals because he was a practitioner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was busy all day, but he had a big breakfast and he had a, a healthy dinner. And that solved his weight loss. It was as simple as wow, that. Wow,
0: it's a tiny little tweak.
2: Tiny tweak, really. And
0: it wasn't like he was hungry because you you got rid oh. of the snacking, but then you put in a meal.
2: Right, right. And then there was another woman who, who was losing, trying to lose five or six or eight pounds. But for women, that's those are the toughest. You know, if you, if you're so close to your goal, the five to ten pounds is really rough sometimes to get to. She was exercising, she was eating right, but she was exercising at night. And Heidi knows this that that when you exercise, that is actually a stressor in the body. Remember what I said about stressor cortisol going up. It allows you to fight that that tiger or that exercise tiger. And when cortisol goes up, so does blood sugar, so does insulin. So she was exercising at the wrong time. Her insulin was up. She should have been exercising in the morning when her insulin was actually normally up.
0: Is that for everybody? everybody. How about that? So the gym should be packed in the morning <laughs> and not be. so much at night, but should I be. I go both. I'll go at night and I'll go in the morning and they're they're packed both times. Mm. I need to go in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not waiting in line for the cardio machine. Um, but that's interesting. And also when you exercise, I find I'm starving afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so then you want to eat at night before you go to bed. Yeah. So there's another reason to shift that uh, exercise regime to an earlier part of the day.
2: Yeah. 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 Unless you haven't eaten properly all the rest of the day, you know, we look at that. Right.
0: So do you ask your your patients and your clients to keep a nutrition log?
2: Oh yes. Yeah. So that's that's a, a key factor. It's 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 vital information for us. We can't be there at all your meals, mm-hmm. and it's also a learning tool for you as a as a patient to kind of see oh yeah, I have really been eating too much of X or right. I eat I don't eat enough of X. So we, we look at the, the, the vegetable intake, the protein intake. We want to make sure those are in, in proper order and the carbohydrates are in, in a reasonable area as well.
0: You know, I'm one of those people that did not enjoy literally writing down everything and they've got different apps. My Fitness Pal, is yeah. that is that one of them? Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and eat, you can also, one of the things that I did for a while was I literally took a picture with my phone of everything I put in my mouth. And then at the end of the day, I'd scrub through and like, oh my gosh, you <laughs> don't realize amazing. how much, how many photos of, of yeah. e- even if it is, even if it is healthy, yeah. just to, to see how many times we eat throughout the day, yeah. you know, it's because it's just something we're used to. We do every day and we're hungry. I'll go grab a snack of this and that. And that. but if you take a picture of it at the end of the day, you're, are just growing through a lot of photos you
2: can't ignore that you
0: can't ignore it there's the (laughs) tangible proof right there yeah so customized plans that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I've loved about working with Heidi and Vibrant Living Wellness Center and now certainly with Eugenie as well too thank you for joining us today and thank you and and let it before we let you go uh, tell us what the onboarding process is for somebody who's listening to you going yep I think I need to make an appointment
2: sure absolutely well contacting the office is uh the first step I can I can entertain the 15 minute free consult I'm Mm -hmm. happy to to speak to people over the phone to see if we're a good fit, uh, and then move that into making an appointment and and getting started.
1: Thank you for listening to the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast with registered dietitian and functional nutritionist, Heidi Hoffman. For more information regarding the services offered by Vibrant Living Wellness Center, please visit VibrantLivingWC.com. On the website, you'll find more information regarding all the services offered by Heidi and her team, along with links to Heidi's very popular blog, Snack Chats, and details about free monthly workshops designed to keep you on your journey to a long, illness-free and vibrant life. Set up an appointment today by calling 626-470-7711. Please subscribe to the podcast from whichever podcast platform you might be listening from to ensure that every time we release a new episode, you'll find it waiting for you. Thanks again for listening to the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast.
0: By listening to the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast. Under no circumstances shall the Inbound Podcasting Network, Vibrant Living Wellness Center, Heidi Hoffman, Tim Edwards, or any guests or contributors to this podcast, including employees, associates, or affiliates of the Inbound Podcasting Network or Vibrant Living Wellness Center be responsible for damages arising from use of the Vibrant Living Wellness Center podcast.